Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> gotta love a new system. Well, welcome to Lauren yeah, and Julia Sorry, show. no theme song right now. There's a little, uh, little glitch. Yeah. Trying to work out the bugs. So, yes, it's the Lori and Julia Show. Thank you for joining us. Miss Discombobulated of 2019 has returned. Hi, I'm really discombobulated <laughs> not hearing Love is the Law. I don't know. It's What's just, going on? I don't what is know. this don't, new monitor I'm I, looking at? I don't, don't ask too many song? questions. It, that, it sounds like that's a naked start. That's We've weird, never had a naked no, start. It's, it's odd. I'm sorry. Even though I've got well, good tan lines. Lori, you have a ton of tan lines. Oh you were in sunny, sunny, sunny. 11 days I was gone. I am like, oh my gosh, what is the real life like? Oh yeah. Well, you needed it. You needed it. I've never been this long without a vacation, Julia. Before you went. So I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was. I haven't even seen you since before Thanksgiving. Yes, last I talked to you, you were uh, stuck a little bit in the Wednesday traffic jam, getting out of MSP the day before Thanksgiving, running around shopping, getting massages, and I was just like... Fingers crossed that I was leaving the next day. There wasn't any problem. It, it was no problem. It was pro- no problem. Everyone took would left the day before me even. They went on Tuesday. I so it was just fine. Yeah. So tell us about Mexico. It was, it was just wonderful. You know, Casey and I had four days of uh, just the two of us in uh-huh. Puerto Aventuras. And then um, uh, last uh, week ago Sunday, then the rest of the family flew in and we stayed at this place called Panama Jack's Resort in Playa del Carmen, all-inclusive, that my dad treated everybody to right. because he doesn't want all of his children to be together one last time at his funeral. He's pre-thinking like that. About that. Him. Yeah, I know it. So. I like that about him. And you know, the zipper ha- is notoriously tight. So <laughs> he... Yes. He, I mean, we had Junior Ocean View Suites. How lovely. We, it was so nice. And Casey and I, I said, we need to come up with, um, you were gone on Wednesday, but we were talking about like at a fam, family event, like a holiday or like something. Like safe words. A safe word. Yeah, and yeah. So Casey and I's safe word was Yahtzee. Oh, love it. And uh, Yahtzee was only employed three times in the whole week that That's, we were... Was it in the first three days? Yes, it was. That's what he kind of said on the phone when I was talking to him. Uh, he said we had a rough start. Yeah, a rough start just with a couple people who were crabby, discombobulated, whatever. The, How'd the family like flying Seattle to Minneapolis? And no one was a big fan of that. <laughs> to Cancun, because her dad wanted to fly down on the I same know. flight with him. Yeah. But my dad, because Duluth was going to get walloped, I'm texting him on Friday. He's like, Duluth is going to get 22 inches of snow. I don't know if I'll get out on Sunday. I said, get your butt down to Minneapolis. Stay in a hotel. 
And or no, my house. Well, no, there were too many people, and yeah. um, and I had people oh. at my house, and so. But thank you for thinking of that. Um, no, I was just like get in a hotel, and uh, Delta will call a weather waiver because they were kind of saying if you don't get on the flight in Duluth, you You're, can't get on the flight in Minneapolis. Oh, got it. But then they called the weather. Got it's it. kind of a waiting game. Yes. So. Anyway, they were. Um, White knuckling it. Oh, I believe to get out of here. I believe it on Sunday. Okay, so. so I had made a joke on on not purposely, but I said, "Well, Lori will be back, and when we're going to ha- hear tales from." Then I was trying to think of a plink tales from the south or something. So I said, "Tales from the crypt." Crypt. Yeah. And yeah. So, well, she's not and that so, old. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, well, just, you know, I, that was the only word that came to me. So um, the family dynamics all worked out for the most really? part. So how many siblings? So it's you and... There were and 12 you, of us. There were 12 of My you dad t- and his wife. Okay. Yeah. So it was super fun. And, you know, Playa del Carmen is, you know, the hotel is a couple blocks off of fifth, what they call Fifth Avenue. Which so you're is, right in the city and everything. Right so there's town. so much to do there. Right in town. And yep. there was a lot to do at our... Resort, they had like, you know, basically an all-inclusive as a land cruise. Yes, it is. And I've got a pina colada belly going on because I could not resist pina coladas. Nonstop. They're so good. They're so good. Lori, you you gained like what, an ounce? I don't know, (laughs) but it really, I'm like, I seriously need to detox this week. Detox. Good luck. Yeah, because I mean, the, we have so many events this week. Yes, I know. We have, I know. It's the part time of the year. It's the holiday season. Okay, so did they? Would you recommend going back to this Panama Jacks place? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for an all, in, I mean, I did think you like the food? The food was excellent. Oh, really? I mean, they had a Brazilian restaurant. They had, a, of course, a Mexican restaurant. Then they had um, a sushi bar. Then they had a twenty four hour. Seven sort of like a like a fifties grill, sure. Um, and then they also had a beautiful Italian restaurant and room service. And it all my dad really cared about was that we have dinner every night together at six, which the first night caused some grumbling. I'm just like my dad. Listen, dad eats at six. Yeah. actually, he eats at five thirty. The early bird special. The early yep. bird special. So that was all he cared about doing together. And then they have a show every night. It really is like a land cruise. Right, how fun. Yeah, it was it was just super fun. Everyone was relaxed. Everyone, you know, there wasn't nice. no no fights. Uh to speak of, my dad sent the email out. I don't care if you're a communist, socialist, democrat, republican. No one will bring up any politics. And that those worked, are my wishes. And that worked with the one. Yes, she did try a couple times. She got shazammed once or not shazam, <laughs> yatsied once by me. <laughs> And uh, uh, and then another time she did try and bring up the T word and like yeah. everyone at the table threw up their hands and just said, stop, stop. we're not doing that here. <laughs> yeah. well, what a night. I mean, think of it. When was the last time you ever spent that much time with your siblings? Not since I, we were kids. Right. Yeah. No. It How was, nice was that? It was really. Well, that's really a gift from your dad. That's cool. It was. Lovely. It was. That's really cool. So, uh, anyone have a weekend claim to fame that they had this I, weekend? I went to Plays, Plays, and Plays. You did? Did okay. you see two shows? I did. All right. So, I'm just going to tell you about one now. And I, um, Beyond the Rainbow with Jody um, Brisky. Remember, oh. she was in here and she told us that it's um, Judy's Garland's Carnegie Hall performance. Right. But they tell the story with the young Judy, the teenage Judy, and then the Judy kind of struggling Judy, married Judy. Mm hmm. 
It was so good at the History Theater. Oh, it was good. so amazing. Really? Those young actresses were unbelievable. It was really good. Took my mom. And then yesterday, I've seen Mama Mia so many times between the movies, the plays, and everything. Right. Went to Chan mm-hmm. and saw it again. It was my favorite one ever. You're kidding. It was, Laura, you ha- it was so delightful and upbeat and funny and fun and. The actresses, I mean, Did I you just... go with the girls? Yeah, I just have to say, Kristen Rodell, who played Donna, Jessica, who played the young Sophia, Teresa, Michelle, they were so good Aww. in the ambience at the Chan, at the holidays. Oh, and, it's so pretty. And the dinner was so good, but just that movie was such... I mean, that play, it doesn't matter if you've seen it. Yeah. It was... Because there were some different twists on it mm-hmm. and the different ways of staging it, but it was so delightful. I was... So happy that you went. Oh my gosh, yes! And a yeah. Sunday night was kind of perfect because there's no traffic really. Right, it was like perfect. Yeah, good. Was, I really just give it thumbs up, and because I was p- kind of thinking, I've already seen it. Right, I've seen it. I know the story. I know the story, but it was so good, and the the performers were great. So that was really just a highlight. All right, that's had a lot good. of fun. All right, mm-hmm. got two. I two know musicals two for you for Tuesday. I you know. are so fancy. I'm so fancy. Yeah, Donnie, did you do anything exciting? Uh, I did some Christmas no? shopping at MOA on Saturday oh. before the crowd showed up. Got yeah. there ten minutes before the stores opened. Oh, so nine a.m. Yeah, no, just 10 before ten. Just yeah. before ten. So got the Christmas shopping done and had a lovely lunch at. Um, Marx's Bistro in Stillwater. Oh, oh that yeah. place is lovely. Love that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I did watch Marriage Story on Netflix. You have to tell us later. I'll tell Do we you have later. time? Because that got like yeah. the most. Yeah, have to, we'll have to wait. Okay. okay. All right. Listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of it. I'm a sucker for you. Yeah. Don't complicate it. Multiple times on my trip. They love the Joe Bros in uh, Playa del Carmen. Okay, that is a question. So, yeah. did they play music the whole a lot time? Of people, no, not uh, not all day. Not all day at the okay. pool. We kind of uh, sussed out an area by the pool that you know there's no shade. speaker. Yeah, no, no. See, you have to go find them though. Did that bum you out at all or no? No, I found it. Right, I found it the first day. I'm like a beacon for okay. the spots that have sun shade. Breeze and good no view and no speaker. No speakers, yeah. Because yeah. the noise yeah, is just a little. Yeah, and they had at this resort, they also had like an upper deck uh, pool area that seemed to be a little bit more adults. There were never any kids there. That's where the sushi bar was sort of tucked away. I'm telling you, this Panama Jacks was beautiful. It sounds it like was it. Really, really nice. How nice. All right. Okay, so drum roll, please. Dun, 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 dun. Bucks. Eleven books. <laughs> How many yes. days were you gone? Eleven days. Eleven books. Good oh Lord. my anyway. <laughs> word! Okay, give it to us, sister and Donnie. You're gonna post this, Already right? Already done. So Already it's posted done. on the Lori and Julia show posted. page. I love this. Okay, so uh, I read three memoirs. Read me by Elton John. Did you loved it? Loved love. his storytelling. He kind of I do I I do think he has set a bar for being honest and telling us everything. Although I felt that way last year. I read Sally Field pieces. Right. And she was very unsparing and unflinching. 
about everything in her life. And I really liked Elton's writing style. I felt a little bit like he might have done the Keith Richards thing in life where the, the ghostwriter that he worked with, he told him the stories and then this guy crafted it. Sure. for Like a first person but thing. But all of his interactions with all of the people, people from our day. Yeah, I mean, just it was incredible. So it, I, I, That is a great book, you guys. Yeah, I Me. enjoyed that very much. Good. Then I uh, couldn't believe it. It read like a thriller novel, Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrell. Wasn't that great? That was so good. Harvey Weinstein and Matt Lauer are such pigs. It's they unbelievable are. what... It, it, unbelievable. That book was riveting in the sense that it read like fiction. He's such a good writer. Wasn't he? Yeah. I really, really thought that was uh, a great... Um, Those are both good books, yeah. Yeah. And then the other memoir I read was Homework, a memoir of Hollywood years by Julie Andrews. And um, this is her second book, but this really... The book starts with the making, the casting of her a little bit... She just gives a little bit of, you know, she was a vaudeville kid. Yeah. Her parents were yep. in the business and whatever. So she sets it up, but then it starts with her getting cast in Mary Poppins. And that, and then it really goes through. Um, this is her second memoir. Yeah, this okay. is her second. Oh, wow. And, okay. And so uh, I, I liked it. I felt somewhat exhausted by Julie Andrews' life because... Blake Edwards yes. was married and separated from his wife. They had two kids. She was separated from her husband. She had a daughter. So when they got together, they blended the families. Then they adopted uh, two daughters from Vietnam. And they had a home in Gestad. And you live in Sweden. You have to do residency. I kind of had... Anxiety? I had secondhand exhaustion from reading about her life. And she does not, and she's, you know, different era, different, right. you know, I don't know what year she was born, but she talks a little bit around Blake Edwards being a ladies' man, particularly when it came to Peter Sellers' last wife. And of course, they did the Pink Panther movies together. Mm -hmm, yeah. uh, how women were drawn to him. and But she never comes right out and says if he yeah. had an affair or anything, but she did have a come to Jesus moment with him. And he sounded like he was exhausting though too because he, he had he always thought he had an illness and Yes, he was a severe hypochondriac yeah. and he also was like genius. Right. You know, so he I think and he, he was, was like fifteen like a years lot of work. He seemed like a lot of work, but you know but brilliant they, and fun too. And he died at the age of like eighty eight or something like that. But I mean I like if you're a Julie Anders yeah. fan then you're going to want to read all this. Uh, Minutia. Well, not Minutia. She had fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Many funny stories about making Sound of Music and Tan and Victoria... Vic, Victor Victoria? Victor Victoria, Victoria the Torn Curtain or whatever with the movie she shows her boobs. Oh, that was... Uh, Oh, what was the name of that movie? I don't know. <laughs> Not the Americanization <laughs> no, of Emily, no, was, but she had like a great yes, story yes. about yes. how much yeah. fun it was to kiss James Garner. <laughs> yes, oh, she told us that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was an outtake, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, so I enjoyed it, but it was kind of exhausting, all these kids and all these residences, homes, and just everything. So, you know, I, it wasn't my favorite memoir right. that I've ever read, but um, I did really like all of her stories about the making of the movies that she was in. So, um, and then my favorite, favorite um, novel, uh, and I've read a lot of good ones. This book came out in 2014. It was called Calling Me Home by Julie Kibler. And it's narrated by this 89-year-old woman, Isabel McAllister. She has a favor to ask her hairdresser, Dory, will she drive her across country to go to a funeral? And then the story is told, 1939 and present day flashbacks of whose funeral they're going to and the story of Isabel's life, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was... How did you get... How'd you hear about it? Was it just uh, something on your list? No, I just... I I think I was at um, Barnes & Noble Mm -hmm. and it was one of those books, you know, by to get the third one free you know the trade paperback and i go simply on the cover cover. and it was just it was amazing both uh my sisters read it and absolutely loved it and just kind of a coming of age story but told in reverse from this 89 year old woman and then her hairdresser dory also tells her life yeah okay it was it was very very good um the other book that I really liked, and I hadn't read the first one, but you don't have to read the first one. It's this um, author. Her name is Thridi Umrigar. She's Hindu or from India. But the book is called The, Sec- the Secrets Between Us. And it was, I would love that it was a sequel to The Space Between Us about Bhima, the older woman, the maid, and Parvati, the cabbage seller. And it, it just, ah, it was really, it was really. I guess I haven't read that. Oh, gosh. That, it sounds good. Yeah, it, it was, it was really good. People, a lot of people have read The Space Between yeah. Us. So this is The Secret Between Us. So. Will you tell us more? You've got more to fill when we come back. Hey, no, we're moving to the Golden Globes. Are we? Yes, yes okay. we are. We can come back to a couple little books here and there, but Julie Andrews movie with yeah. the top of scene. Yeah, S O B. S O B. And that was a setup of Hollywood. Okay. Right. So she gives a lot of detail about how Blake had to talk her into being full nude oh. for that, oh. Mary Poppins. Let's do a little traffic. It's brought to you by Hyundai. The snow is back out. Slick conditions across the Twin Cities this afternoon. Let's start near Hastings, 61 southbound. A crash from 127th Street to Highway 10. In Gem Lake, 61 southbound. A crash from Kenny Road D to 694. In Newport, 494. A crash from Highway 61 to Maxwell Avenue. And in North Branch, possible crash on Highway 95 from 10th Avenue to 9th Avenue. In Little Canada, 61 southbound. A crash from Connor Avenue to Kenny Road C. 
near St. Paul, 94 eastbound, a crash from Lexington Parkway to Western Avenue, and in Oakdale, Highway 120, a crash from 10th Street to 12th Street. Come discover why at Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to like. Right now, get great savings on new Hyundai sedans and SUVs like the stylish Sonata and spacious Santa Fe. Visit your local Hyundai dealer and bring home a great deal, more than just a great deal. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast brought to you by Morrissey Hospitality. The snow uh, coming in this afternoon, but going to stop a highs in the mid-teens this afternoon. The mostly clear skies tonight with a low of negative 2 tomorrow, mostly sunny and 5 right now at the My Talk Studio. Snow showers at 13. Did you miss Julia's random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. You probably think that you are better now. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. The gang is back together. I've yes, post- we are. Donnie has posted the book list. I will just recap real quick. I guess my other, the other good book that I like, I'm just dying to talk about gossip. You know, I haven't looked I, at anything. And I'm not. I want to hear about your yeah, book. So I'm bad. so sick of my books. I'm so, you know, I'm like ready to get back into gossip and all of that. But um, another book that was really really good it's a first-time novelist it's called the gone dead i believe donnie tried to get the author on chanel benz and it's um a young woman returns to her childhood home in mississippi and uncovers secrets about her father's life and death you know was he murdered because of his civil rights oh um okay what he did and i mean it's a novel but it's like 30 years later it was just very it's kind of gritty and it was just, it was wonderful. You liked it. Yeah, okay. I, I really like that. That's called The Gone Dead. Um, this book had been published once before. It was called Remade, and then somebody got a hold of it. And it was the wildest book. It was called Plagueland by Alex Scarrow. And it's, um, there's a virus that's basically killed the whole world. And it's this very wild story it takes place in you know english countryside so this very bucolic countryside and this little boy and his sister and his mom and it 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 was was, so they've survived the plague they've survived the plague (laughs) they've they've moved from london to new york and they're struggling with their parents divorce when rumors of this virus begin to fill the news and within a week the virus hits london and people are turning liquid before their eyes and they run for their lives and so, you know, if you kind of like that, that was... Because uh, they have, like, Plagueland remade book one, book two, and book three. Right, right. Yep. So this is basically the first okay, book. Okay, got it. I, I guess I would read... Uh, would you read the other ones? I would, I All would. Right. Um, the book I absolutely couldn't stand, and I cannot recommend, Whistle okay. in the Dark. Blah. I couldn't. It was How do you a spell blah, by the way. I know blah, B L E H. I guess. Okay. Emma Healy. It was recommended, but it was just 
this girl, this girl and her mom are on a. Again, this one takes place in England. Right. The girl disappears for four days. It's a lot of internal anxiety. The mom, where was her daughter for those four days? The marriage, the relationship mm-hmm. with their daughter. It was too much internal gnashing and of no the mind one, and for me. According yeah. to other people, they didn't like it that much either. Yeah, so I can't recommend that okay. book. Uh, and then for just a good beach, kind of a twisty yes. book, like a Michael Conley, Bosch type of book. Uh, it was called A Stranger in the House. And it's um, the woman starts off she shouldn't be in this place gets in her car races away runs a red light hits a pole and wakes up and the next day she's the suspect in a murder and the story kind of unravels from there so kind of john sanford or yep yep you know like that that was just a good enjoyable and then the last book well uh, you read so many i know uh deadlands which uh benjamin percy he's a minnesota author okay um and this is a post-apocalyptic novel uh the sanctuary it's very uh, i would almost call it a fantastic Fantastical, okay. Post-apocalyptic. Stephen King highly recommended it. Really, I'm about to check this out. Yeah, Donnie. A superflu, a nuclear fallout have made the husk it, of the world. It reminded me of the stand. It, okay. it was very compelling. I mean, Benjamin Percy can write like hell, and okay. he it, that was just like a whole nother world. I had to look up for my book once in a while to look at a palm tree or out at the water because, you know, uh, the scenes that yes. he was spelling out with his words were just like very, you know, dystopian. And gr- yes. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. then I would just look up, oh, the palm tree is, there. oh, there's Casey right there, you know. Over. Did you have any bad weather? Was it beautiful every day in Mexico? Yeah, every day. It's 85 every day. It yeah. is. 85, you know, and I might have rained a couple times that night. Perfect. Only because the, we noticed... Uh, Wait, was it crowded? Were there a lot of people there? I mean, just, I don't know. Yeah. You know, the... the How fit, lovely. Yeah, it was just... How it, lovely to be warm and in the sun and by water. Lovely. It, it, yeah. It just sounds lovely. It, it, yeah, it really was. <laughs> it, but, I mean, I felt ready to come home. That's a long time to be gone. Yeah, I and love- it was a long time. Like, I was like, I wonder what's going on in the world of gossip. And so I was so excited this morning when I saw that it was the... Golden Globe nominations because that's January 5th. But here is something that is really cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And maybe it's karmic payback for NBC because of how they allowed themselves to be blackmailed by Harvey Weinstein and keeping Matt Lauer and all those guys still have their job. Andy Lack, Noah Oppenheimer. It's when you read Catch and Kill, you just want to write letters to NBC. Get rid get rid of these sexist pigs that made the Megan Kelly mistake of that hire, hid Matt Lauer. Really makes you mad. So NBC Maybe they get a little advance notice. They did not pre-promote that the Golden Globe nominations were coming up on their show. Is that because they knew This Is Us wouldn't get nominations this year? Is that because they knew NBC Universal Picture Cats wasn't going to get any? Um, they, they paid $10 million to the Hollywood Foreign Press to, to broadcast yeah. this. Because I think... They did. I'm telling you, they ignore it because not one broadcast network, A, got nominated. I didn't nominated. even know what was happening today. Yeah. B, 
Because NBC has done nothing to promote it. They're in this weird position. But it's still their show. It doesn't matter. They are in a weird position of promoting a show that has snubbed every network. Last year, This Is Us was nominated. And the Golden Globe, the one place they've had some credibility, because they basically invite people for, they nominate people that they'd like to see at their show. Yes. That's why, like, Catch-22, the George Clooney TV series that no one talked about, no one watched, got nominated. And that probably took the place of This Is Us. They kind of are on the front edge where the Emmys gets in a rut. So um, anyway, they completely um, they haven't made a big deal about it and didn't promote it or anything. Who read it? Even I mean, well, it was Susan Kalechi from NBC. It's all NBC people. Um, It was Tim Allen, I think, did some of the announcing. Yeah, and um, so anyway, they just. they they snubbed Ford versus Ferrari, which, which is I, which was one yeah, of my favorite movies of the year. Same, favorite, all of us love that movie of the year, and that's a Universal, mm-hmm. which you know that owns NBC, and so they snubbed that show. That was like a favorite of the year. I agree. I would put that on a top Same. ten list. Five. So I think NBC knows this, and they were like, okay, so now they just have. It's just weird because now. Anyway, ratings for award shows are on the de- decline, so it looks like NBC is not going to do much to pre-promote the Golden Globes. Are, so mm. they're carrying it this year too. They always, yeah. they okay. have been. They pay ten million dollars a year, so it was. It was that was weird, and I know everyone was cutting away at whatever time for the impeachment hearings. Yes, but they didn't coming up. You know. At eight thirty or whatever, you know they've always yes. you've always done that. It's just weird. So I mean, it was a good, um, for the most part, pretty good list. I thought. I mean, we are going to have whoever is in charge of cutaways at NBC for the audience. Please do the Brad and Jennifer Jennifer Aniston, Aniston cutaways because Brad Pitt was last there two years ago and Jennifer was there last year. But we haven't seen these two in the same um, building. Well, are we going to go through these? Or are we we just, will. We will. Just doing your summary. No, no, no. But ju- I'm just saying the <laughs> I'm last. Just curious what one it is. The last time that Brad and Jen were a couple, you at, have missed talking. 2002. <laughs> 2002. Well, you're having trouble even and following had- that NBC. You're, you have become so inerrant. You're like not even into the gossip that the fact NBC, like that juicy nugget. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. They were in trouble last week over American Scott Taylor. Yeah, They've been in so much trouble well, all the time. Right? Anyway, I just want the cutaway people to really be on it. Because well, Brad and Jen will be there. Because they're going to be there. And that was a, Angelina and Brad went to that thing a lot. And they do good cutaways. And we got Rich, uh, Ricky Gervais oh, hosting. Yeah. And you know they gave Taylor the Cats nomination for the song 100% because they wandered there. Mm-hmm. Catch 22. You know what I mean? They really kind of have an eye on who are the stars they'd like to see, at least in I the movie kind of, category. I, I kind of like that, though. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, best well, only best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Christian Bale did get nominated. He's the only one, but not the picture itself. No, don't know. you think that's a snub? Well, the pictures I don't like at all. All right. Well, when we come back, we can have a little bit of the awkward conversation. Uh, Savannah didn't even do any prepping this morning. You could tell <laughs> she had an eye. She's had an eye issue. Lord. Okay. Her son threw a toy at her eye, and her uh, retina's been detached for Julia, a couple that weeks. That happened before I left. So yaddy yaddy yaddy. No, they didn't even. <laughs> she had a now that weekend. we're watching the morning show and we see how much prep goes into the story the night before, they didn't give Savannah one note. <laughs> All right, we come back a little bit. Uh, this is uh, uh, Dave Kargman with uh, Savannah Guthrie talking about the Globes. Always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or at my top keyword podcast. Ain't nobody else that I be on, Beautiful, beautiful life right now. Beautiful, beautiful night right now. No, 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 no. Hey, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So I just had to let you know. Oh my God, thanks for hanging out with us. We're talking Golden Globes. They, uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press dealt a big blow to NBC, and they also, uh, by way of NBC, a couple of movies of theirs, Ford Ferrari, uh, uh, Cats, and then other... They're saying the biggest disaster is for Cats to only get the one nomination because... It has an all-star cast and a huge budget, in it. and that's usually, and it's got enough people in it where the Hollywood Foreign Press would say, oh, look at all these people we can get, but they- Big stars. Yeah. Big stars, mm-hmm. but it's maybe mm-hmm. too big of a stink bomb <laughs> for even the Hollywood right. Foreign Press. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's, according to Dave Kargman, is that who Savannah's yeah. talking to? Yeah. You know, he, by the way, he's good buddies with Elton John. And gets invited to his, we've met him on the red yes, carpet. We have. At the, yes, he we have. goes to Elton's place in the south of France yes. because he was just like, um, like a like a gopher or whatever, like working on Entertainment Tonight, like fifteen mm-hmm. years ago. And he gets mentioned in that book. Yes, yes. And anyway, Elton just loved him, and he and his husband go and Didn't stay. you? How about the story of how mean Elton John's mom was oh, to him? Oh, well, we saw that in Rocket Man. Yeah, but yeah. but this is later. I mean, she was vile. Thank goodness Rocket Man got nominated. I know. That, yeah, that was a good, a good movie. One. All right, here we go with the biggest surprises. Big surprises for you. Well, on the TV side, Game of Thrones was not nominated. Yeah. And that was a show that, of course, did so well at the Emmys, but you know what? We hear this over and over again. The Golden Globe voters, Hollywood Foreign Press, they like the new shows. Yeah, so, do. you know, once you been nominated a couple yeah. times they've moved on from it <laughs> so that's kind of what yes. happened and you have shows like the morning show and succession uh in getting the spots instead of game of thrones the so morning show did did really well it did yeah. very well yeah. Yeah. Surprise? i had a feeling that they were going to give that some nominations because jennifer aniston in particular is a favorite of the gold yeah. globes they gave her a best actress award for for friends um, so i had and a feeling it, that she was going to return in, in good form no de niro 
That was also a big omission to me, especially because his movie, The Irishman, yeah. did so well. Al Pacino was nominated for supporting actor, and so was Joe Pesci, and the movie was nominated, and so was Martin Scorsese. But that really speaks to the fact that the best actor category this year overall in the award season is stacked. So not the people who got nominated, Christian Bale, Antonio Banderas, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, Jonathan Price. So there was no De Niro and no Adam Sandler who's getting a lot of buzz for his movie, Uncut Gems. So that's going to be a really rough category all season long oh that's kind of an interesting mm-hmm. take i guess i hadn't thought of that did you guys see the irishman because oh, it came out yes. oh yes yeah, we did okay and julia i know you thought it was too long because i mean i watched it all in one city donnie didn't I? Yeah. yeah i watched it in two sittings and mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> you could cut out a lot of it okay yeah. it really you know it wasn't it's it's not, I mean, to have that be best motion, motion picture over Ford versus Ferrari, which is just a great picture. Do you see why right. NBC was kind of like a lackluster in their thing? I mean, oh. I think that they really thought Cats, A, because well, of the name. That's not going to, yeah, but Cats sounds, it's, everyone's. But I'm just saying that yeah. you got to look at all this stuff is big business, okay? I, NBC Universal, right? They got your back to But I bet you anything, because the Hollywood foreign press is all about the big name, and it seems like their choices are heavily informed by the big stars that are in different movies that they want at their big party. They are always on the front runner for TV because they like fresh and new. So it's going to be a good year for Fleabag. But I was surprised. So here's the best television series drama that got nominated for the Golden Globes. It's The Crown, The Morning Show, Succession, Big Little Lies and Killing Eve. I was surprised The Crown came back. I don't like this season. I do. Well, this, would been, this would have been last season it was nominated for, not the no. current season, I don't think. No. Oh, you're right. Is it? Well, I thought it reflected the previous. Maybe you're right. I'm sorry. Maybe because well, this is Big Little Lies, the second yeah. season with Meryl Streep. Yeah. And then the morning shows included. And that just came and out. And Succession is just this season. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think the right. crown okay. stinks. I, I gave a summation of that the Wednesday that you left. Yes. Because Casey and I had finished it. It's like each episode, there's no emotional continuity to this season. I would agree. Each episode is its own little standalone bite of crown and history. And then they, they nominated Olivia Coleman. Coleman they yeah, no- so nominated the guy. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't get it. Well, I mean, they uh, the British peeps are going to have a good time. And uh, uh, yeah, I am with you. I think Fleabag will be a favorite in yeah, the comedy. Yeah, well, that was so great. Well, here, uh, I, I am so happy that Eddie Murphy got nominated for uh, my name is Dolomite. Have you guys watched that no. on yes, Netflix? I, have I still haven't it. done it. That is a good movie, and Eddie Murphy is phenomenal in it. Uh, here we go. How about Eddie Murphy coming back there? So he was nominated for Best Actor in a Comedy, and that's really you love well that deserved. Movie. I did. Dolomite is my name, a Netflix film that people are really discovering, and a great list of people. The thing I like about this year's Golden Globes is that the comedy categories are as fun and worthy as some of the drama categories. So you have Daniel Craig, who was so terrific in Knives Out, Taron Edgerton playing Elton John in Rocket Man. So the comedy categories are really great. And what was left out of the comedy uh, categories was Cats. Oh. Now, Cats was screened for the oh. Hollywood Foreign Press. They saw the movie. They did give it one nomination. You'll love this, Hoda. They gave it a nomination for Best Song because Taylor Swift and... Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, wrote a new song called Beautiful Ghosts for it. So the best song category is, which they announced yeah. earlier this morning, Beyonce versus Elton John 
versus Cynthia Erivo versus Taylor Swift. Do they Swift. sing the songs oh, at, the, at the event? Like some of them they do. Yeah. I hope they have Not at the Golden Globes. Not at the Golden Globes. Okay. Well, they anyway. save it for the Oscars. I love it. They don't even know what happens. I, I know. That's I mean, even better. And she's been on the red carpet <laughs> yeah. at this thing she's for busy. several. I know, I know. But I mean, we d- did learn from Roger Friedman that uh, Universal wasn't giving the screeners for Cats out. And then last week, they, and decided, they decided to, to do it at least for the Hollywood Foreign yeah. Press because they have so many people um, that are starring in it. So right. I'm glad they had Dave because he's he's good. And did you like My Name is Dolomite? Uh, yeah. It was so good. Yeah, I it, was, really, it was quite entertaining. Yeah, yeah, just really... But look at, if you think about it, the best motion picture musical comedy, Once Upon a Time, Knife's Out... Knives Out. Knives Out. Dolomite is my name. Jojo mm-hmm. Rabbit. Rocket Man. I mean, there's no Judy. Yeah. There's, uh, sh- there's, sure. you know, well, Judy got, Renee got nominated. So she see did. how they took care. Same way. I guess they don't like Matt Damon, but they love Christian Bale. Well, Christian Bale was way better. I mean, Christian Bale was the standout in that movie. He was amazing. He was. Though. He was better than Matt Damon. I'm sorry. Matt Damon played Matt Damon. Yeah, I guess but you're right. But he's good at playing Matt Damon. But yeah. Christian Bale was everything in that movie. How about J-Lo getting a nomination well, for, for Hustlers? Well, I'm not surprised. But is she a supporting role? And Tom Hanks supporting role? I was surprised at the Tom Hanks. Both How was of them. That I have them both circled. They just throw them in that so they can get a nom. Okay. okay. Yeah. And Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. he'll be there. We got a lot of good, uh, good people. Well, let's just play the last cut. Well, we oh, keep right. saying it's the year of Jennifer Lopez. She hosted SNL. She's yes. going to be performing at the Super Bowl. She got her nomination. That's this is her cool. second Hustlers. ever yeah. Golden Globe nomination. She was nominated 21 years ago wow. for Selena. What? She didn't wow. win, but she's now finally back at the Ooh, Golden Globe. She didn't get nominated for Made in Manhattan. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if we did the nomination, yes. she would. I would have nominated her for Out of Sight when she yes. was oh, there with Jennifer. Yes. What about Todd Phillips? That was also a surprise. So he's the director of Joker, yeah. and he got nominated for Best Director over Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, who's considered one of the front runners in the Oscar season. Uh, so that was a really interesting decision on their part. They're obviously big fans of Joker. The movie is not only a huge success commercially, but they're really into the movie critically as well. But Tom Hanks? It's going to be a big night for our yes. friends because he was nominated for A Beautiful yes. Day in the Neighborhood, yes. and he's getting this Lifetime Achievement oh, Award, right. yeah. isn't he? Does Cecil B. DeMille? That's always one of the highlights of the show this Cecil B. DeMille Award. They do a great job of giving a tribute to someone who's really deserving. In past years, it's been George Clooney and Denzel Washington. So the fact that they did it on a year where Tom Hanks was already going to be nominated for a competitive award, really great. Is he supporting role? Isn't Mr. No. Rogers the main guy? Well, it is. It. If you because you could look at it that way because Jonathan Rice is is the reporter that's doing the story on him. And they do split the screen time. Got it. So you could okay. look at that one. I right. get that one. And Hustlers, Jennifer, you know, is not on the screen the whole time. Yeah, okay. And I think, yeah. Right. You've never even seen I that. I haven't even seen Lori, that. I know it. <laughs> all these movies you promise us. I know, I know it. And then you it. go off on vacation Jason and read 11 books. a lot. I know it. Well, and remember, J-Rod's with that ruthless clout chaser. That's right. J-Lo, you mean. J-Lo, J-Rod. J-Rod That's what I'm going to call him. Oh. <sighs> All right, kids. We'll I'm going to call him J-Rod. J-Rod. He is Better J-Rod. than A-Rod. All right. Yeah, that's his new name. We'll be back.